Welcome everyone to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher, and today we're going to talk about reaching for goals outside of the standard curriculum. Really looking beyond just helping a child keep up, do more work, be good. We talked about that on the last episode. But today, I want to share something that happened um, for me and my daughters, and it really made me think about how much we need to do together to put goals like this, I'll tell you what they are in just a minute, inside of an IEP. It's something that can really help us get to that sweet spot inside of the IEP where the goals from home parents, caregivers really overlap with what the school can provide to pro to really prepare a child for further education, employment, and independent living. So here's what happened. Um, just a couple of days ago, I had um, given my daughters, who are teenagers, permission to take public transportation into the city and go exploring. Now, that takes a lot of skill. That takes a lot of being able to figure things out on their own, know who is a trusted person to ask for help, being able to navigate different transportation apps, all the things that it takes to ride a train into the city, find a place to eat, all of that stuff. Now, I'm not saying that inside of your child or student's IEP that you have to set a goal for them to take public transportation into the city to be able to go explore. But when I dropped my children off at the train station, I felt like that um, first day of school feeling like way back when they were um, really little and I had been taking care of them for a long time. And then I entrusted them into somebody else. And I was hoping that they had the skills to be able to navigate their day and that the adults around them would be able to understand what they need and support them um, as I kind of put them into a new environment. We've all felt that, right? We've had that feeling of, oh my goodness, here's the next milestone. And that that's what happened when they took this step into using public transportation on their own and going in to explore the city. It made me think of transportation and travel and how that absolutely can be something that we can work on inside of the IEP that can improve a child's long-term quality of life. And that's what we're looking to do with IEPs. We want an IEP goal to pass the test of short-term success and long-term lifetime success. So short-term school success, long-term life success, then we know it's a great IEP goal. So it made me think of one of my clients that honestly had not attended school in years because they could not handle the transportation to school. They couldn't take the bus safely. They couldn't um, even ride in the car safely. So their quality of life was extremely limited uh, to home because they could not take transportation. We actually made that part of the IEP goal. I ended up working with this client and developing a plan where we had private transportation paid for by the school plus two aides. So there was the driver plus two aides that would go to the student's house that would help the student go into the car and ride safely without having self-injurious behavior or hurting others or 
pulling the hair of a driver. Those are all things that were happening and it was really limiting the child's ability to be prepared for the future because they could not get from point A to point B. Now that's a pretty intense situation where we had to break down IEP goals to, just to get to school. And then once the child got to school, he was very engaged. He loved it. And he was able to make some meaningful progress. He had ambitious IEP goals and it was awesome. And now he could do that outside of the home. So that was amazing. But when you think about all the things, everything from in talking about my daughters going out, you know, on the train into the city to a child who needed pretty intense maximum supports to just to get to school. Then there's all the things in between when it comes to travel or being able to just navigate the community. This does not mean that I want your child to be hopping you know, into the van at school to go take trips to Target every week as part of their curriculum. But when you think about the skills that really um, are inside of all of the steps to get from point A to point B or to travel or to navigate the community. Things like hurry up and wait. That's a great skill for us to have because that as an adult happens to us all the time, right? So in school, we absolutely can be working on following directions and waiting and independent play or independent work while we're waiting and not needing to have to be entertained all the time, right? Because that is impossible in the real world. We it, at the school can absolutely help with those independent skills. Schedule changes, that's another thing. When I was a classroom teacher, there was a time where a parent was telling me about all the meltdowns and all the struggles that were happening because schedules would change and their child could not cope with that change. She asked if we had that difficulty at school. I said, no, because I'm able to keep everything the same all the time. I was one of those controlling special education teachers that made sure everything lined up perfectly so all my students were happy. And then I realized that's not the best strategy. So a lot of times in special education, we call this sabotage and we do it on purpose <laughs> where we sabotage the day, we sabotage the schedule to make sure that the child has experience in dealing with change. So if you are a special needs parent and you're hearing this and you're dealing with a lot of struggles when it comes to change or independent play uh, or work, uh, being able to hurry up and wait without having meltdowns, those are absolutely skills that can and should be addressed with your IEP team. If you're a special education teacher who's hearing this and you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't even realize that I could work on those things and make life easier and better for my student and for my student's family, then it's time for you to start thinking outside of the box that way. There's a lot of academic skills that can go into this area too. So things like reading schedules, uh, time management, managing a calendar with reminders, knowing how um, tickets can be bought and used. That's a huge thing. There are a ton of different math skills, reading skills, social emotional skills, communication skills that are all built into the process of getting from point A to point B.
So I would encourage you that instead of just looking at the standard curriculum and saying all second graders are learning how to do two digit subtraction, and what are we gonna do to help this child keep up with their peers or close the gap in this area? That you really think about not only what are same age peers working on, but how is that going to apply long-term? What are some of the real life situations that this skill can be worked on and achieved? A lot of times you will see a student who will achieve more when the skill is presented in the real world versus on a piece of paper like the other students. I'll actually share with you a bit. So if my brother is 43 with Down syndrome and uh, worksheets were never his thing. We were told he wasn't going to read. He wasn't going to do any significant amount of math. Um, just really low expectations for him academically. And his teacher um, at a private therapeutic day school where we had a placement change um, when he was young. And so it was a highly trained special education teacher and the entire team was ready to work with him. And they noticed that he was wearing Chicago Bulls jerseys every day. So those of you that might remember there was a time where the Chicago Bulls were in their dynasty years and winning championships and everybody in Chicagoland was wearing all the sports stuff. And that's what he did. And my brother would not read a book if you begged him to, motivated him to, like you couldn't motivate him to do that. But his teacher figured out that if you put the sports page in front of him, like good old fashioned newspaper sports page, he was motivated to read the teams, to figure out the scores, to figure out who's been traded, just to really to read the schedule, to see what's coming up next, because that was exciting to see what game he was going to watch that night. He also could not do a worksheet. If you give him a worksheet, even right now, if you give him a worksheet that has simple math, such as two plus two, he cannot do it. He might attempt it. He does remember learning touch math methods. If you don't know what that is, Google it. It's awesome. Okay, so touch math methods. He understands that. He, he will attempt it, but he most likely will have a lot of errors if you give him math on a worksheet. Now, if you want to watch a sports game with him, even to this day, he can add by twos and threes super fast when he's watching a basketball game. When he's watching football, he knows how to add those points too. When he's watching baseball, yep, he's got that. So if you put math into the real world for him, it absolutely works. So that's what we're talking about today. When we talk about looking outside the standard curriculum, we're not talking about lowering expectations. We're actually talking about how do we help a child develop their academic skills, social, emotional, communication, all of those things inside of real world experiences that a child's gonna be able to generalize between uh, classroom, school, community, and home and bridging that information across all environments helps a child really gain momentum 
in their learning. I would love to help you do this more, especially as we get into 2021. You know, 2020 fell apart, right? We're on a huge detour. And right now I'm talking a ton about an IEP roadmap that I have for you so you can download your 2021 IEP roadmap and get a plan that makes sense because we can't do special education the way that we used to, nor should we. We need to change it up. And I hope to see you over at specialedinnercircle.com. I'm going to help you build that IEP roadmap plan. I have an entire team of master IEP coaches that are going to support you through that process. We're going to help you find those goals, that sweet spot where what's needed at home and what can happen at school overlap, come together, student-centered, prioritized, so a child can do some awesome things like navigate their community with joy, being able to watch their favorite sports games and, and do the math to figure out who's winning and when they need to cheer, being able to help a family be able to take a vacation together because what they learned in the classroom applied in the real world. You guys, we can do this together and I hope to see you over at Special Ed Inner Circle to make this happen. Again, if you are listening to this on um, iTunes or Spotify or Google Play, I would appreciate a five-star review and some feedback because the more that you guys speak up about this podcast and leave that review, the more special education teachers and special needs parents can find this information so we can change special education together. All right, I'll see you guys soon.